Good morning and happy Monday to you. Over the next few minutes, we'll take you through everything you need to know at the start of the work day. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime. Today is the 13th of February. The 14th edition of the Aero Show that kicks off today in Bengaluru is expected to attract investment commitments worth over 75,000 crore rupees. And there will be 251 memorandums of understanding that will likely be signed between domestic and foreign collaborators spanning transfer of technology, orders, as well as investments. As many as 27 foreign original equipment manufacturers and 115 Indian companies are expected to participate. For India, the key highlight is going to be the showcase of the Tejas MK-1 light combat aircraft, which according to the Defence Minister Rajnath Singh, reinforces India's image as an emerging player in the global aerospace industry. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has asked custodians to check the links between certain entities, mostly based in Mauritius and foreign portfolio managers trading on stock exchanges here in India, according to an Economic Times report. On Friday, SEBI circulated a list of eight entities, mostly based in Mauritius, with the custodians. And if you're wondering, custodians are banks and non-banks that are acting as bookkeepers of FBI's trading on Indian stock exchanges. The custodians have been told to check whether any of the entities mentioned in the SEBI list are either investment manager or fund accountant or in fact portfolio manager of the FBI clients of the custodians. The custodians have also to share the details of all of the FBI's connected to these eight entities by today. Moving on, India is discussing with a group of 20 members ways to develop a standardized global framework for regulating cryptocurrencies, according to Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman. At a conference over the weekend, she said that if technology-driven assets such as cryptocurrencies are to be regulated, one country cannot do anything alone. India holds the G20 presidency this year and crypto regulation and climate change are likely to be among the many topics of discussion. The Drugs Controller General of India has issued show-cause notices to e-commerce giants Amazon and Flipkart and 20 other online sellers for sale of drugs online without a license and the order was dated the 8th of February. The companies were required to show cause within two days. Flipkart Health Plus has confirmed it received a notice from the Central Drugs Standard Control Organization and that it would be responding appropriately. In international news, the US has shot down a fourth unidentified object that it tracked over Lake Huron. The latest object was flying at a lower altitude than the alleged Chinese spy balloon that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina on the 4th of February, or in fact other objects that were targeted over Alaska and Canada on Friday and Saturday, according to a Bloomberg report. In Israel, President Isaac Herzog has warned that the country is on the verge of constitutional and social collapse over a government plan to reduce the power of the judiciary. Herzog echoed widespread concern that the change planned by the new government of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is so radical that it raises doubts about the future of Israel's democracy, its appeal as an investment destination, and the ties to its strongest allies. In other news, India has overtaken France to become the UK's largest Scotch whisky market in terms of volumes, with a 60% hike in imports in 2022, 
over the previous year, according to the latest figures released by the industry body Scotch Whiskey Association. The data revealed that India imported 219 million bottles of Scotch compared to France's 205 million last year, growing more than 200% in the past decade. Still, Scotch only accounts for about 2% of India's whisky market. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. What's the focus going to be for Indian equity markets at the start of the week? Good morning, Alex. And I'll tell you what, while indicators and technicals indicate a possibility of gains on the Nifty this week itself, the US inflation data slated to come out tomorrow remains that big overhang on the markets. Nifty is just below its 20-day moving average, and then from a technical perspective, closing just at a level, which is very, very crucial. Let's wait and watch how it shapes up during the course of the week. Difficult to really uh, pencil in a nifty move, but keep in mind, Asia is soft. Um, There's a lot of spy balloons that are getting shot down from the sky, so and the inflation data. So the situation is not very conducive to very large longs, to be honest. But there are specific stocks that uh, people are watching out for. Not a very big earnings day with from the major companies. There's Gujarat Gazi Entertainment and Nika slated to come out with numbers. And therefore, result reactions are the one to monitor. So ABB India, to my mind, could well be the stock of the day. Revenues were up about 16% YOY and a 15% QOQ growth. But it is on the operational front that they did really well. EBITDA margin was up 620 basis points YOY at 15% versus the estimate of 9.4%. And that led to the bottom line of the profit after tax coming in at 300 crores, up about 108% YOY. The estimates were 190 crores, so they beat the estimates by a handsome 33% with a very strong order backlog. Excellent show, and much like what Cummins did, you might well see ABB India have a very strong reaction. Uh, Watch out for Balakrishna Industries, on the other hand, very weak margin performance. Revenues were up uh, marginally, 5.5%, but EBITDA margins cracked about 443 basis points sequentially, or over 980 basis points YOY. It came in at 12% versus an estimate of 18 odd percent, and it brought the profit after tax down to 99 crores versus estimates of 281 crores. So it didn't do well at all. Um, the margin performance, like I said, was very weak because of a sharp fall in export volumes due to destocking of inventory and slowdown in Europe. So this one could show a correction. BHEL revenues were okay, but strong operational metrics, which led to a bottom line growth of 56%. Never know this could do well. Some other results include a Kirloskar Industries, where total income went up 71% and PAT up 57%, so could do well. Or Balrampur, which may not do well because there was a miss on sales, though even, even if EBITDA and PAT were above estimates. So this one could show a bit of a reaction. And Oil India, which actually had a handsome quarter operationally, revenues were up 37%, net profit up 76%, margins expanded quite significantly. So this one could do well. There's a note from one of the media houses that Bering may sell part of its stake in CoForge, and therefore that stock could also be in focus today. And maybe Paytm, wherein a large deal went through, though rumor mills have it that there is one more large block coming in, and which is where the stock may have stayed a bit subdued. So a clutch of stocks to monitor today. 
but there is a market beyond stocks uh, and I think people will also be looking out for yields in the run-up to the US inflation data. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 